0: Hello, Classical Classroom listeners. This is your host, Daisha. If you are a regular Classical Classroom listener or a brand new one and you're super excited and you want to keep us around, go to iTunes, subscribe to us, and rate and review us. The powers that be, they see these numbers, they see your ratings and your reviews, and they say to themselves, this is an amazing show, and we should keep it around. So if that's important to you, please do it. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now, and please enjoy the episode. My name is Daisha Clay. I'm the audio librarian here at Classical 91.7. While I'm a real librarian, I have a deep, dark secret. I know very little about classical music. I grew up listening to rock, and I know something about jazz, but when it comes to classical, but I really want to learn. So. Every week on this show, a classical music expert will give me a piece of classical music they think I should know, and then we'll discuss it. Come learn with me in the Classical Classroom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Classical Classroom. I'm Daisha Clay, and here with me today is Yundi. Yundi started playing piano when he was seven. Before that, he played the accordion. So cool. He's toured all over the world, and he's played with many of the world's greatest orchestras. In addition to his work as a pianist, Yundi is also involved in humanitarian work. He acts as an ambassador for the Red Cross Society of China. Yundi gained a lot of recognition when he won first prize at the Chopin International Piano Competition at the age of 18, which made him the youngest and the first Chinese winner of the competition. Since then, he's become known as a Chopin expert and was even given a gold medal for merit to culture by the government of Poland for his work. Yundi, welcome to the Classical Classroom. Hi, So I assume that since you've won the Chopin competition and now you're going to be on the jury of the Chopin competition and you just put out this new CD of Chopin preludes that you're going to be teaching me about Beethoven.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think we're going to talk about Chopin.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's a wonderful experience uh, experience, uh, to record Chopin Paleo because this year is one of the, uh, I think, celebrating year for me to celebrate uh, winning Chopin competition 15 years.
0: So it's been 15 years since you won the Chopin competition. Right. Wow. Yeah,
1: and also October will be the jury to watch uh, for the Chopin competition, so it's a big difference than fifteen years ago. I'm uh, competitors, and this year it will be the youngest jury, so it's wow. a big challenge for me. So that's why I made the decision this year. I record and perform Chopin in the world. So
0: okay. So, what what do you think? You're you're obviously a big fan of Chopin. Your your career had its roots in Chopin, and now you've you've gone back to Chopin. What does Chopin contribute to classical music that was so unique that makes you love his work so much?
1: As he's, uh, he's so genius. First of all, he's uh, especially the piano work is uh, fantastic. So it's uh, one of the best I think that you can find for the arrangement for piano. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really knows the eighty-eight keys. So uh-huh. every key he knows exactly, and and also his his compositions uh, you. Every time you, when you hear Chopin, he's he's really, you know, he's gives his soul and he gives his heart and, and love in mm-hmm. the music. Because that's people always loved him.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's definitely very. Um, every I listen, I listened to the whole CD, and the whole thing was just kind of an emotional. Not to sound too cheesy, but it was kind of an emotional journey. You go through a, like a full kind of range of emotions. Right. Let's talk a little bit about who Chopin was. We actually haven't talked about him a whole lot on this show, so can you just tell us a little bit about who he was?
1: He's a really the composer for the piano side, and mm-hmm. his whole life just composed for piano. So there's really? a no yeah, no anybody else composer like uh, uh, Liszt or Beethoven. So they have a symphony, they have a, diff- a violin, uh, cello, and many others. But Chopin only wrote the music for. Sh- piano so that's why he's so special i think uh, the connection with the piano so he uh, almost i think his all music and with a different technique and also his uh, melodic and his poetic his um, romantic side is really on that on 19th century is uh, one of the most important uh, for me is my music came
0: so from what I understand, he lived in the 1800s, but where was he from? Where did he grow up?
1: I think he's, uh, he's from Poland. He grew up, but he, during that time, have the, has a war, you know, during uh, the war time. So he cannot uh, stay in his country. He, he ran to uh, France, So, that, but uh, he, he died quite young, I think uh, around 30, 33 or 34 but, wow. And after he died, he, he asked uh, his country, so he wanted to uh, back his heart. Uh-huh. Uh, his heart moved back to, from France to Poland.
0: So So basically he was taken from Poland because of the terrible circumstances that were going on there with the war. He moves off to France, but then he misses Poland, and so he comes back.
1: That's also, you can see, a lot of his uh, music also is uh, emotion from his native.
0: So it actually really affected his music and his composition.
1: Right, that's right.
0: So now, what about these preludes? Where did they come from? What were the circumstances going on in Chopin's life when he composed these? Can you tell me a little bit about that? And also, I'm calling them pieces, but I don't actually know what a prelude is, or if I'm even saying it correctly.
1: I think Palio is, a, is, a, is a from each small different piece, so mm-hmm. each small piece has each different character. So like, uh, for example, the most well-known uh, 15th uh, run job is uh, one of the pieces. So he actually wrote this piece in Spain, uh, Mallorca Island.
0: Oh, okay, so he wrote these pieces yeah, in Yeah, during his,
1: I think, one of the vac- vacations, he feels sick. So then he went to Mallorca Island and um, to rest. During that time he wrote this uh, composition.
0: Okay, so he was like convalescing in Mallorca, but he wasn't actually living there.
1: Yes. And it's inspired from the rain job. So you, after the rainy, so he, Chopin see the, the rain job come up <laughs> from the, the, the house.
0: Okay. So he's like looking at the raindrops falling.
1: Yes, from all the window. Uh-huh. So that gives his uh, basic oh, idea. So the so left cool. hand, the, the many melodies, the tone, from the left hand is uh, inspired from the Oh uh, that you can hear from the uh, f- from the music. You can see the front of the table and look at the outside of the window. You see the raindrop come yeah,
0: out. Yeah, it can totally sort of see the the rain falling, you know, you're sitting inside of your house, you're watching it come down the windows. It's a very sort of like, tender-sounding piece.
1: So, when that time, he also still have a relation with George Song. Is uh, probably uh, his lovers. So,
0: mm. oh, so George Song, the writer.
1: Yes, yes, and and so that music is doing his. Uh, uh, it's quite. He's that time. He's quite sick, but he mm. still have a lot of uh, emotion for. I think energy to want to write something then that this piece is come from that time
0: okay that kind of makes sense because so he's he's on this island right and he's he's you know recovering from illness but he's also there with his lover and it's beautiful there and so that you know these pieces seem really emotional like they're they're kind of all over the place but they're all very emotional yes take a listen to one that's totally different
1: so you try the number maybe number eight
0: number eight okay oh wow what a shift so what what is going on? This music just, there's no introduction, there's nothing, it just right, starts. Right, this
1: is a, like a typical paleo style. So it just just every part is emotion and the color, agitato, and the, his, his, uh, his feeling, he's so not confident, but he's still looking for something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like searching all
1: over the place. It's searching, yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's listen to, uh, there is on the CD as well, you've got, um, well, you've, got the, you've got the full range. Th- these are all of his preludes, right? Right, right. Uh, so, so take us to your personal favorite.
1: I think it's one of the, not only personal favorite, but I think this is one of the outstanding uh, technique uh, piece from this period. It's uh, number 16.
0: Number 16, okay. Holy moly! <laughs> so, so t- uh, tell me what's going on here? What is what is this prelude
1: about? This is a, uh, also about passionate and the Chopin just gift his uh, fire. And the music this is not usual to do like this because Chopin's always more Melodies are, as you already hear is very poetic, very elegant but this is really something different
0: Oh yeah, I mean you, you kind of always hear people characterize Chopin's work as being so sort of gentle but this is definitely not that Maybe he was having a bad day Wow, That was amazing. Your playing is amazing. Thanks. Wow, like Chopin has such a a range that must be really challenging as a performer to be asked to go very slow and then very fast and to play with all of these different emotions. What's I know that you also play a lot of Beethoven. So like what's different about playing Chopin than playing Beethoven or other composers?
1: I think Chopin's uh, music for me is uh, totally different, and uh, and it's, uh, it's a most unique, I think, composer from any others. Because I just played a bit of emperor concerto yesterday, so I think if you now I'm listening Chopin's music, I think it's totally changed my mind. It's a different side, <laughs> totally. <laughs> One side is from very philosophy, very logical. Uh, music and, to, and and another style of German Romantic style to a really uh, Central Romantic area music.
0: Yeah, it's very it's very like Beethoven is very yeah. sort of big sounding and this yeah is very and the
1: logic intimate. and the uh, yeah and and philosophy.
0: Uh huh. Well, take us to. Let's do one more of the preludes before you have to take off.
1: Uh, I think the end, uh, the 24th is really nice, it's uh, outstanding and uh, passionate, um, but also dramatic.
0: Okay, let's listen to that one. You can
1: hear from the melody, the, the dramatic, yeah. how Chopin's also fighting, probably with his, his sick that time, so he wants to fight him with his, his power. Yeah.
0: What was he sick with?
1: I think how uh, I don't know, the, the part the near the heart, that when you breathe, okay. the part. He had, uh, during that time, he been catch a cold and he's coughing, oh. so.
0: Oh, man. So maybe he had pneumonia or something like that.
1: But that time, you don't have so many medicine you can eat.
0: <laughs> yeah, they didn't have the good drugs back then. But he's still composing. Yeah. Wow. And this, a music like this is still coming out. Yeah,
1: you can, you can feel hope.
0: Will you talk a little bit? About the technical side of this, I mean, the, we've talked a lot about the emotion that's inherent in these, but but when it came, comes to actually playing the music, like what what is involved in playing Chopin that's different?
1: Yes, Chopin's music is the the technique first for me is uh, tone color that you should find the right tone color, so that is uh, one of the most important style for Chopin. And other hand you need uh, left hand you always use uh, a tempo for Chopin. But right side right hand you is uh, so many sometimes many rebuttal but you, you will not rebuttal your left hand as a basic like imagine the, the tempo. But you only do a rebuttal in the right right side, right hand.
0: Oh, okay, so like both hands are doing something totally different.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's crazy. Nice. Well, Yundi, thank you so much for being on The Classical Classroom. It was really great to talk to you. Thanks for introducing me to Chopin.
1: Thank you. My pleasure.
0: All right. That does it for this episode of Classical Classroom. For more classroom, go to houstonpublicmedia.org slash classroom. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Make sure to rate and review us, won't you? You can also follow us on Twitter and Tumblr, or you can send me an email at dclay at houstonpublicmedia.org. Thanks today to audio producer Todd, a confederacy of Todd's, Holslander, for twiddling knobs. Thanks to program director Sinjin Flynn for not showing his arms today. Thanks to editor Mark DeClaudio for his piercing Ewok eyes. Yub-yub. Thanks to intern Nick Dolworth for whatever it is that he does. Thanks to Yundi for being here today. Thanks to me for saying words. And thanks to you for listening. We'll catch you next time.